Welcome to the Wallaway. As you guys have seen in the news lately, Conor McGregor has found a way to join the ranks of media again. I'm here with my regular friend, regular guest, Abdullah Aduro. Abdullah, have you seen the news surrounding Conor McGregor? Yeah, I saw that, man. saw that, man. I saw it. What do you think? I mean, what what's the first thing that came into your mind when you saw that he attacked a bus full of UFC fighters? Why now? Why so late? Obviously, publicity. Obviously, hype. Um, he spent a good amount of that hundred million or something that he had. So it's time to it's time to get something ready for the future. Um, yeah. But how do you think this helps him? Because I I understand from that perspective that it could be for publicity, but he has injured somebody by throwing uh, a steel railing at the person. That person was supposed to fight tomorrow. They might not be able to fight in UFC's main event. Uh, his own boy, who's part of his team, Artem from from Russia, mm -hmm. has pulled been pulled off the card because of what has happened. Mm -hmm. And it looks like the NYPD have issued a an arrest warrant, mm -hmm. and he can't leave the state and he can't leave the country. Right. So how do you reconcile the fact that that helps him, but it obviously also seems like it hurts him? That definitely helps him. I mean, Connor is 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 big because of controversy. Hence, we're talking about another man he doesn't even know us. Mm. Right. We're sitting here talking about him. The fact that you're talking about him will bring what you're doing publicity. Right. The fact that you're mentioning his name because people want to know about what people are saying about this controversial figure that pops off at the mouth and then has a lot of times quote unquote backed it up. Right. Um, the whole situation with Floyd Mayweather put him in a whole different bracket on the mainstream level now in the boxing arena because not because he just agreed to fight Floyd, but all the pre-fight interviews where he's calling people female dogs and, and, and straight up, you know, calling out people, all that brings publicity because it's controversy. Right. So with this here, Definitely, he may have to pay a little fine and may have to spend some jail time, but I guarantee he's going to get out. He's going to pop off at the mouth, and that's going to bring more publicity. He definitely didn't plan to, to, to do all of that detriment that was done to you know people physically. It's not like he said, yeah, we're going to go over there, and we're going to make sure we bust a window, and hopefully somebody gets hurt. No, but he planned to bring the pain on camera, okay, Knowing that it would be on camera and knowing that it would go viral, that is what I'm talking about. Now, to the extent that it happened, obviously, I don't think he would plan that. Like he, I don't think he would walk in with his entourage planning to hurt anyone other than Habib if he even planned to hurt him. But he definitely wanted a message to be sent that, look, I ain't no punk. And I'm coming out here to let Habib know that I am and was never scared of him. Okay, so let's listen real or quick. I am not and was never scared of him. Yeah. Let's listen to what Dana White said about the situation real quick. Yeah. And then we'll go from there. Um, is he fighting? I, I mean, I don't he's know. Going to jail. You think he's really going to jail? Yeah, he's going to jail. Oh my God. People are going to sue him. He's going to have a bunch of civil lawsuits, and uh, he's in he's in a lot of trouble. Oh my God. Well. So Dana White is saying he's going to jail. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are going to sue him. A lot of people. Right. He's going to have a whole bunch of civil lawsuits. Um, and earlier, we, we didn't play the clip, but he said, the, the, the interviewer asked him, is he fighting again? He said, is he fighting again? Like, this goes beyond fighting. So I, I definitely see the publicity side of it. But again, people were hurt. Mm -hmm. Fighters were hurt. Fighters who are not going to be able to fight. Mm -hmm. I, I feel that um, there may be sanctions against him. Mm -hmm. It may help him in the boxing realm, but I don't mm -hmm. see how it helps him in the UFC. 
I mean, you brought up the point about Khabib. I mean, Khabib's been wanting to fight you for a long time. Yeah. You could have pulled on, pulled out on him in yeah. a way where you could have gotten to him. Right. But you made a show of it. So why should people take this seriously? Why should people take what seriously? What you did. Why should people look at that as, okay, you got your boys back, or you're really trying to go at this dude? I mean, if you're really trying to go at him, why go at him in a crowd? Why go at him when he's on a bus? Why not try to get him where it's, it could be one-on-one? -on -one? Or why not even sign up for a fight against him? When has that ever been Conor style? When has that ever been Conor style to, to, to go up not caring if cameras are there or not? Or, you know, go up to him where he's very sure that cameras are not there and pulling him to the side and saying, look, you want this? Let's do it. What, what happened this whole time that Khabib was screaming his name this whole time? Usually when somebody was screaming Connor's name in the past, Connor was coming right back, right at you, and is coming on the camera. He was coming on a, you know, some type of device, and he was gonna say something. That whole time, I, I it's hard for me to believe that he was chilling on Cancun and didn't know about anything that was going on, spending that hundred million dollars. He wasn't aware of Khabib talking about him. So the fact that he wasn't bringing any noise so quick as he usually does was a sign of him possibly being scared. Or him possibly trying to study him and seeing if this is worth um, me trying to fight him right now. You see what I'm saying? Um, now everything that everything that was mentioned, him going to jail, and you know, Connor didn't plan that. But what he planned is, okay, it's time to come out, come out, and for me to bring the pain. The only thing, not to bring the pain, but for me to show that I'm ready for this dude, or you know, what he's been saying. Look, I'm not having it. Like the only thing that I can say that. Someone could possibly say that the reason he's coming out now is because the belt was stripped from him, right? Wasn't the belt stripped from him just recently? Yes. So that was like, okay, that was a straw that broke the camel's back. Someone could defend Conor and say, look, he ain't worried about Khabib, man. He's got this money. He's got his belt. But now that his belt was stripped, it really woke him up. He's like, look, this is going to be taken from me. All right, man, I'm, I'm, I'm upset. I'm coming with my entourage or whatever. And I'm letting Khabib know I'm getting that belt back. Do you not look at this as peacocking? Do you, do you understand the phrase? No. A peacock makes it seem self grander than it is. Mm. Um, is he just like, is he doing this because he legitimately wants people to think he's a bad dude or he is a bad dude? Or, I mean, why do it in a crowd? Why do it at a press conference or at the backstage of a press conference? Well, if you're really trying to go after this dude, you got two choices. Fight him in a sanctioned match or pull up, like pull up on him. Mm. pull up on him and you can actually get him so I, I, for me a lot of it seems contrived but we don't know that we don't know his intentions mm. but the other side that I want to discuss real quickly is um, I, I know that you think a lot of this is for media or for popularity or mm. for making more money down the road mm. but also what like what happens when you do lose control of your anger uh, it, it, I, I feel that just all it takes is one instance of snapping or losing control and you can really lose control of your life, you can go out down a downward spiral. Mm. Do you not see that possibly happening here? Oh, yeah, I definitely see it possibly happening here. But out of all of this, I mean, like I, like I said, I don't think he he intended to break glass and hurt people. But don't you think that's a reason why you don't even do something like this in the first place? Well, that's the reason why you don't, that's the reason why you don't do a number of things Conor McGregor has done. But mm. that, that risk that he takes is what makes people respect him. That's right. what gets him the publicity. Okay. You taking those risks that will make you look stupid, that will... You know, definitely cause people to hate you. That's what brings you more publicity. But what about for the common folk, common folk like us, people who listen to the podcast, people mm. who watch what he's doing? Mm. This is not going to work for them. You don't take risks like that. You know, you don't try to put yourself in jail to become more popular. You don't try to attack people on the streets. Well, he's not trying to put himself in jail to become more popular. He's trying to get more money. 
Well, yeah, but he's, he wasn't taking the means of going to jail to do that on purpose, premeditated. That wasn't premeditated. That's what I'm saying. It was a result of, like you said, of him implementing anger and being the Connor that people know him to be and that I believe he is. Right. You know, I, I don't believe he's a punk. I don't believe he's a punk. I don't I, think so either. I don't think he's that. Right. But my thing is you came out late when Khabib was screaming your name for a while, bro. And, you, and, and, and then you come out. And you kind of made a fool of yourself. Mm. You know, you threw. I don't think you expected to break the glass when you threw that steel stool or whatever it was. I don't think you expected it to break. Well, his teammate threw something afterwards. Yeah. And, it, broke, and it cracked the windshield. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I, yeah I mean, there was our, it was already there and, you know, follow through with it. That's what I think. You know what I'm saying? You came out much later after Khabib was screaming your name for a while. And I think, I, I, and now that, you know, thinking about it before coming, it was like, okay, after the belt was stripped from him, it really pissed him off. You know, it really, it really pissed him off, and he went off to that degree. Now, it could be detrimental to his UFC career, but Aki, in the end of the day, we can never forget the general principle: money talks. Dana's about the money. Dana's not about the principle. Aki. He's not about the principle of anything that is not connected to the dollar bill. But so I, I I like that you brought that up because mm. even in the the clip that we listened to with Dana White, the the TMZ reporter was asking him, "Is he gonna fight?" For me, the question itself is ridiculous. Mm. What I mean, like, what type of society have we become where something like this happens? And what you're worried about is the fight, the publicity, mm. the popularity, the mm. money. Um, why is that even a question? Why why is it that the common folk we're just in it for the show? And uh, the the reason I wanted to ask you this question is. I feel that sometimes we take the wrong type of people as our role models, right? Mm. So there's one thing where we enjoy a sport. Mm. I like I like basketball. Mm. I enjoy watching basketball for the sport. Mm. I enjoy watching UFC for the sport, for yeah. the competition. But when we take these people as examples or models, I think it can get people in a lot of trouble. And if we try to uh, model our own lives off of someone like Conor McGregor and something like what he did here, like if we think that this is what a man should do or this is what it means to be a man, I think that's very problematic. Well, I mean, this is a different levels now you're talking about, man. I mean, let's be totally honest. I mean, you know, um, sitting, you know, this is why, you know, I, I, you know, from an Islamic perspective, and some people may not like this, but from an Islamic perspective, you know, when it comes to voluntarily causing bodily harm for money, it's, it's not allowed. Mm. So, I mean, for me, even my children ain't playing no tackle football, you know what I'm saying? Because... The research of showing concussions and, you know, you're voluntarily causing bodily harm at such a young age when, you know, I'm really about education for them. And if that's a detriment to them, I just have to look at the exchange, the reciprocity of what's going on. So definitely when it comes to UFC, me personally, I like to see the, the champion mentality manifest. I like to see people stand up um, and, 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 and persevere. It's manifested in getting your head beat in, which is problematic. That's where it's like, okay, you know, these guys are fighting and they're getting their head beat in and taking that as a role model, yes and no. Yes from the fact of, look, um, you're challenging yourself and putting yourself, taking yourself to the limit and always challenging yourself and not being afraid. That's what I like. I like the manliness of the sport how it makes you challenge yourself. Or I'll even just say just the, I want to say manliness. I'll just say predominantly manliness, but the, 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 the fact of, you know, what makes a true champion. 
So you like you would like someone like a Habib Nurmagomedov. Big, oh yeah. So contrast the two real quick because it seems like you like the manliness side of things, which uh, the integrity side of things. Right. But you don't like all the bravado. You don't like all the show. You don't like all the gravitas. I, I don't like all the show. I mean, I don't like all the show. But in the same token, you know, you got to chalk it up to sometimes personality. This is how you know trash talking during sports. You know, it's something that happens. It's it's something that gets you hype. It's something that motivates you. And the, the person that's being talked to, it depends on, it's all, it's mind games. It's really mind games and how you talk to the person, how you let yourself be talked to. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, what's going on with Khabib right now? Everyone's waiting to see what Khabib's response is. Mm. Everyone is waiting right now to see what his response is going to be. Seems like Khabib is pretty consistent in his, in his approach. Uh, not much trash talking. Mm -hmm. Show up, fight, win, because he's never been defeated so far. Yeah. Praises his God, praises his country, praises his people, speaks in his language. Um, so he's got a pride of religion, pride of his ethnicity, pride of what he's doing. Obviously, he, he respects his profession because mm. he's undefeated. He mm. takes it seriously. But I feel that he is a person of principle, whatever mm. that means, right? Mm. Uh, not much trash talking. You don't really hear him swear all that much. Mm. Doesn't really degrade people. Mm. Uh, always shakes shakes hands or gives hugs to the people mm. he's defeated. Mm. So what do you? what's your take on Khabib? Everything you said, man. I mean, I, I think he's that, but I, I, I mean, I think Connor is that too. I mean, because Connor, he talks about like the law of attraction. He talks, you know, when he gets and he talks about um, 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 going through struggle to get. Talks about hard work. He's a he is a hard worker, but you know, from his culture and who he is, I mean, they're fighters. You know, and he respects his people. And he respects oh. his people. He loves his people. He honors his people. Uh, he honors the sport. You know, what I'm saying he takes it very seriously. He's a hard worker. That's what I'm talking about when it and, and that can be shown in golf. That can be shown in cro croquet, you know, mm -hmm. cricket. You know what I'm saying? The hard work, perseverance, going through, that's what makes a champion. You know, and, and that's what I like. I, f I think it was um I can't remember who said it. Um I remember Usain Bolt. He was being interviewed and then he was like uh he said um um uh it was it was regarding um uh he he, he, the, he he said, he, uh, the reporter said, so you mean the race, the actual competition is not the reality? He said, he said, basically the reality is, is now like in practice. This is where all the hard work is done. Mm. That's where the hard work is done. You know, those guys that come in, the, that go in the rain because of the hard work of training and practicing day in and day out. Hence, I respect Floyd Mayweather a whole lot. When you look at that skill level of his, it's because he's day in and day out in the gym, day in and day out. And he makes it very clear the difference between me and other fighters is that they're not training as hard as I am. They're not working as hard as I am. So it's the journey, not the destination. It's the journey, not the destination, man. It's about that journey. How how much are you getting it in? How much are you working? And that principle is universal. It goes whether you want to write a book report, whether you you know trying to get married to a certain person, whether you're trying to get a certain job. How hard are you going to work? You have to lose sleep. You know what are you going to do to get that? And Connor is that, and it seems like Habib is that, but Connor just shows it in a different way. And I can't knock him for that, you know, but like you said, that anger can take you to a certain degree. And I think that's where it's gotten. I mean, I like Connor. I, I think they're him and Habib are on the same side of the spectrum, but even on the spectrum, they're at two different angle uh, extremes, right? Mm. So they both have that integrity, pride of country, pride of sport, pride of mm. self. Mm. But Connor seems to be the Floyd Mayweather of the UFC where he's a good showman. Mm. He knows how to make the money. He knows how to market himself. But the point that I wanted to make in all this is, all it takes is one mistake, man. 
one mistake and you can just change your life. We don't know if he's done that at this point. He has a lot of money, mm. but it's you're you're putting yourself in a tough situation when uh, foreign government because he's not an American, you know, mm -hmm. or the NYPD has to issue an arrest warrant and basically saying you can't leave the country. You have to answer these charges. Civil civil suits will probably follow, and then if he does lose all his endorsements and his uh, contracts with the UFC as an independent contractor. I just think that's it wasn't worth it at the end of the day. Whatever you were trying to prove by backing up, mm. but either you were salty because you lost, you got stripped of your title, mm. or Habib whenever you went or after your boy uh, Artem. That's not the way to follow up, man. You don't follow up like that. If you really wanted to go after the guy, do it in the ring. Do it in the ring where you could even make money by doing it. Yeah. But doing it the way that he did, I just don't think it was wise. And the only mm. thing that I would impart on the listeners is that all it takes is one mistake. One mistake can completely change your life. And I know for him it may not because he has money. Mm. But for the everyday person, I think uh, it, it's, it's it's a cautionary tale. Oh, yeah. And I mean, when it comes to, you know, and, th and that's a mistake that you find a lot of people that are, I guess you could quote unquote say local, looking at these individuals and saying that, well, I can act the way that he acts. You know, it's about being yourself. And then when you see Conor McGregor, there's definitely regrets right now, man. I mean, like, like I say, he didn't intend to break the glass. He didn't intend... You know, because all of these repercussions of him not being an American and what's going to come on and how much he's... In the end of the day, even if he gets off, how many thousands or millions of dollars he's going to have to pay just to get back at the status that he was before he entered that garage and through and through the chair. He's right. going to have to pay them lawyer fees. and What about the entourage? The entourage. Yeah. He's going to have to pay for them. You know what I'm saying? His, his boy his boy got pulled from the card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All of that, man. I mean, that's, that's something that he's going to he's going to have to answer for. He's, he's he's most likely gonna make a public apology and get serious and you know, um, but but all in all, he probably can earn that back when he gets back and and gets his publicity, gets back in the ring, and or if he does, if he doesn't, if he doesn't, um, it's definitely something that is putting his name and putting him back on the in the in the public eye, even if he doesn't fight. Actually, even if he doesn't fight, it's gonna put him back in the public eye. I mean, we can't sit here and say that in the future. You think Conor McGregor couldn't even be a a, a commentator? Mm. What kind of what kind of commentator would Conor McGregor? <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, entertaining. What kind of money? Yeah. If he wrote a book, mm. if he did a vlog, the fact that he's reached that threshold of becoming a name, it's over. It's it. It's what's interesting is if you if you read how he got into the into the parking lot, um, he has his own team called the Mac Life. Yeah, and they let him in. They let him in. So it would make sense that this is for publicity or this was for it to be on camera or recorded. Bro, there's no way. There's no way. Like, what's his name? Malinaji. Remember yeah. when? You remember yeah, what was yeah. Malinaji yep, saying? Yep. Yeah, that he wanted to. He wanted to make sure the camera crew was there. It was. He walked in and it was all set up. A camera crew and all that was there. Publicity, man. He understands the business, man. He knows when it gets online, he has a character and what it's gonna be. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 gonna. It's going to create a lot of more views, a lot of more publicity. People are going to want to see. Right now, everyone, you see Conor McGregor right now. You are going to want to watch it. A month or two or three months after Floyd Mayweather fight, Conor McGregor, yeah, maybe. But mm -hmm. now, you're gonna if you see Conor McGregor's name, you're going to want to watch it. Habib's name, you're going to want to watch it. You know? John Jones, no. Yeah. Is there, what, what has he done that's controversial that's going to bring him like, you know what I'm saying? Take steroids. Yeah, it, John Jones comment on Conor McGregor. Yeah, I'll probably watch it for a couple of minutes, but mm -hmm. after that, yeah, so what? You know what I mean? So I mean, definitely. I mean, I agree with you in conclusion. I mean, I agree that you know he didn't expect this. I agree that definitely 
you know, like you said, it takes one time. And if you notice, even after he fought Nate Diaz, he was real humble. When they had that press conference the second time, he was real, it was just like, I'm going to destroy you. You know, he he had to really dig. He had to dig deep, man. Mm. He had to dig deep. You know what I'm saying? And he won it the second time. You know, but he was given a rematch. He didn't have did am I right? He didn't have to be given the rematch. Right. He was given it. So he, he's fortunate. You know what I'm saying? Um, but he's it's still it's still an L that he got, you know. But again, like you said, you know, the fact that he was that anger, what it's got him, is is definitely more than he expected. You know what I'm saying? Um, it does seem kind of planned, you know, that he knew that he was going to do it. I don't think it was just spontaneous. He was chilling at the bar drinking beer and then Oh, he's over there, and he's over there in the bus. Yeah, let's go over there, and you know that's probably British, but not Danish word. <laughs> but uh, 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 yeah. So I mean, um, yeah, I think I think um, I think it's, he's he's gonna he's he's regretting it right now. He's gonna have to answer for it. A lot of money's gonna come out of that, and um, we'll see what happens. All right, thanks for coming on the show, Wallaway listeners. Tell us what you think. Was Conor McGregor right for backing up his boy and backing up his own principles and values? You know, on the Wallaway, we talk about leadership values and principles and sticking to your values. But in this case, what what he did, was it the right thing to do? Sticking to your values sometimes can get you in trouble if your values are not uh, just, if they're not fair. So leave your comments below, subscribe and like. Tune in next time, guys. Thank you.